Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. I have massive earwax issues sometimes, so if I don't listen, that is legit. And I gave it to my kids, so yeah, so I will get... The, if you look at like a, the, 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 an eraser, that's what I will pull out of my ear from time to time. And it's oh, smelly minute. and it's orange and yucky and gross and sticky. Wait a minute. It's just, and it smells just so disgusting. You don't give a clean through. I don't, I don't. Ear. Put- this is Gresh and Fourier. 42 and 17, the best record in the NBA as the Celtics head into the All Star break. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, but for the first time since he wore the green, the Celtics sweep the Detroit Pistons in a season series. The return of Marcus Smart, a 38 point night for Jason Tatum, and the beat goes off. Andy Gresh. It's the best locker room I've, I've been a part of, like, by far. Um, these guys are, from a, from a winning standpoint and from just a character guy standpoint, I've been in some great locker rooms. Um, these guys know how to win, and then, you know, we do it together every night, and, you know, no one really gets in their feelings about anything. Christian Fourier. The guys in the locker room know best. You're with him every single day. Do you believe in him, and do you expect him to bounce back big next season? Oh, uh, yeah, we believe in him. Uh, we believe... Uh, and what he can do, and we know the competitor that he is. And uh, that's that's the thing about playing quarterback. It's, it's a gift and a curse, right? You can uh, one one moment be the best thing that the newest best thing to the NFL, then the and very next moment you could be terrible. Gresh and Fourier right now. All right, the San Antonios are on a 13-game losing streak right now on WEEI. <laughs> This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we start with big breaking news, and it has to do with your Boston Celtics. Joe Mazzulla has been named the head coach of the Boston Celtics permanently. Mm. And yes, we have a big 1035 announcement as well, but this uh, has just dropped here within the last couple of minutes. Uh, Here is the uh, little press release that the Celtics have put out there. Celtics have named Joe Mazzulla Foyer. They didn't put that in there. Mm -mm. The 19th (laughs) head coach in franchise history have agreed upon a contract extension with him. The team announced today Terms of the deal were not disclosed. Missoula replaces Ime Udoka. That's the only mention of that in there. 
And uh, Brad Stevens has a quote, as he has shown, Joe's a very talented coach and leader. He has a unique ability to galvanize a room around a mission. Thankful for the work that he has done to help us get to this point and excited that he has agreed to lead us into the future. Uh, so, Foye, one of huh. the things that we talked about, and we didn't really dive too, too deep into it, as the Celtics sit here at, what, 42 and 17, I think it is, record-wise. Best record in the league. Best record in the league. You've seen almost a 60-game sample of Joe Missoula. I don't know whether it was Joe Missoula had to prove that he is worthy of the job before punting on Ime Udoka or if this was really going to happen regardless, uh, unless Missoula completely tanked, obviously. Yeah. But it felt like Ime Udoka wasn't coming back one way or another. Well, okay, so the first thing I first thing I thought of is why now? Oh. Why right now? Perfect mm. timing right now. Why? Perfect timing. Why perfect timing right now you because know why? the All-Star break? Yep. Uh, yes, because and he's coaching the All Star game. Uh, well, there is the the whole coaching the All Star game thing, but also if you send him to the All Star game with the best record in the league and Ime Udoka hanging over his head, the questions aren't about the Celtics. The questions aren't about Joe Missoula. The questions are, hey, when are you going to get some clarity on Ime Udoka? So it takes it out of the hands of Joe Missoula from being asked the question, and maybe more importantly, Fourier. It takes it out of the hands of Jason Tatum and or Jalen Brown having to stand there and address something that, quite honestly, from a legal standpoint, I don't think either one of those players have kind of been following along whatever would be going on with Ime Udoka. See, that's a good point because um, I don't know if anyone, Boston Sports Info, whatever, can tell me the last time an interim coach was also the head coach of an all-star game. Like, has there ever been a situation where an interim coach, a guy just kind of keeping the seat warm for the next guy, actually did such a good job with his team, was the interim coach at the All-Star game also? So that's your theory, which I think is valid. I, I think that's uh, that's a good point. I don't think anyone would have been talking about it, but maybe. Maybe it's all these different media outlets verge, converging on one um, city at one point in time. With, and they're trying to fill their notebook and their 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 columns. I will also I will add this though. I did think it was a legal thing, so I didn't think they were going to be able to circumvent that. Obviously, that wasn't why they were waiting. What I have realized, and you listen to the players talk about it, you listen to uh, the media talk about it, you talk about how close this team is. So they're they're doing everything you ask them to do, and then the one thing that's kind of like left on the outside is the fact that your head coach, your leader, is has this interim tag associated with it. Yep. I think removing that tag going into the playoffs, like 20-something games left, is going to go by really fast. Yep. Okay? So I think that was part of it. Okay, listen, this is our team. There's no – we don't got you know one foot out the door. Or we're still trying to figure it out. They have decided that they have seen enough. He is good enough. He sends the right message. We like the way he interacts with the team. The team likes him. They trust him. Let's go all in. I feel like there's no way they could have went into the the postseason with him 
having the best record no way, as right. the interim coach. No, there was, a, and it was something that you and I had brought up. And yes, if they don't get there, there will be a lot of scapegoating, and it would be well, yeah, Joe Mazzulla versus Ime Udoka. Well, now you don't have to worry about that anymore. It's not hanging over this team's head. It's not hanging over the players' heads as well. And for as much as this is about Joe Mazzulla and Ime Udoka, imagine being a player going into the postseason where your goal is, we got to the NBA Finals, now we want to win this damn championship, but oh, by the way, if we don't, is our buddy Joe going to get shipped out the door with Ime walking back in? It had to have been in the mind of some players. Now you erase all doubt. And I want to go back to last night because the Celtics did get a 127-109 win over Detroit. But after last night's game, Malcolm Brogdon, who is new to this situation. Now I know he's been here for you know, since the beginning of the year, but this is a guy who has walked in within the last eight months with very fresh eyes. Here's what Malcolm Brogdon said about the culture and the locker room after last night's game. It's the best locker room I've, I've been a part of, like by far. Um, these guys are from a, from a winning standpoint and from just a character guy standpoint. I've been in some great locker rooms. Um, but these guys know how to win, and then, you know, we do it together every night, and, you know, no one really gets in their feelings about anything. We have guys step up, different guys every night, and um, I think it starts with your with your leaders, with, with, with JT and JB, um, how they perform every night, but then how they treat everybody. And, you know, I think everybody else follows their lead. Now, you may disagree with this, but I think it's really hard to have in a pro locker room, which, again, I've only covered, never been in, I don't think you can have that kind of – feel in your room being such a small group if your head coach is a schnook i agree i agree and i, I and i feel like the he's pretty clever and innovative with the messages and the way that he tries to convey like his message right like so i, I mentioned the whole like the sandcastle analogy that he used and to the point okay. of maybe coming across a little dinkish or douchey yeah he does have a little bit of snarkiness to him he's yeah. definitely a surly johnson at times you can tell that he just like, even even after uh, what are the loss against the bucks he was just uh, he was i feel like he was he was irritated he was agitated and like he didn't care he was giving you short answers so they have kind of a I don't think they've adopted his personality, but he's meshed in perfectly. They know he'll defend them. Absolutely. And, and one of the questions that he really objected to was a line of questioning that he felt was leading towards a negative place and sort of shut the reporter down and then reposition it through his end, which, again, is the positive side. And look, at 42 and 17, there's been a hell of a lot of positive. But I think those players know that that guy, they believe in the guy is the easiest way to say it. Whether it's the coach, whether it's the person, whatever it is, we might not believe in him as a coach in terms of timeouts, managing the roster, things like that. But I think in the NBA, more than any other sport, and you could probably attest to this, <clears throat> there are times where you played for dudes where you're like, oh, this guy, but it's the hand you're dealt and you deal with it. In the NBA, if they don't like the coach, the players squawk and bitch and complain, and they underachieve. Whereas in the NBA, you have the ability to affect change. I don't know if in the NFL, unless you tank it and win three games, and then they have to fire the coach, I don't think it is similar. I think in hockey and in basketball, there's a little bit of different kind of player empowerment towards who their boss is than there is in other Absol sports. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. The, the thing that is interesting because – 
Um, I was I was wondering like it, would it even have mattered? Like would the team did the did ownership did the Celtics do this Brad Stevens because in order to show the the players that they believe in everything that they're doing. I just feel like the one uh, one section, one issue left unfinished was the coaching situation. Not that I think that the players would be uncomfortable talking about it, but it is almost like, wow, we're doing all these great things, and like we don't have a head coach. And I would also say, at the beginning of it, I truly believe that this team was so well-built, and they had this whole like chip on their shoulder about unfinished business that anyone could probably come in and motivate them because mm-hmm. I don't think they needed a lot of motivation. No. But I feel like I'm not giving Joe Mazzulla enough credit because I do think that is important. As, as successful as you are, as good as and talented as you are, um, you still need someone to kind of needle you a little bit. Doc Rivers did it. Uh, Pat Riley did it. Uh, you name it. All the great Steve Kerr does it. They all do it. Because you still, as much as they're accomplished, as much as they're adults and they're the best in the world, they still need some sort of motivation to draw from. And he's that's where I would I, I underestimated his value. His ability to motivate them, to send a message, to create metaphors for certain situations in games. He's done an excellent job doing that. 617-779-7937. The Celtics have given Joe Missoula the head coaching job permanently. Is this the right move? Are you still worried about him? Or was this inevitable? Maybe once you heard about Ime Udoka, we will start to get your thoughts on that at 1035, a big uh, show and foyer-related announcement coming up at uh, 1035. We're going to have some fun at Fourier's expense multiple times today. Oh, yeah. Totally fine. Yep, we got some stuff with uh, Gronk in the pre-draft process. We'll talk hockey with Andrew Raycroft at 11. Uh, We'll make fun of the Chiefs and Foyer at the same time. We got uh, big deal, no deal, or I don't know. We're going to figure out. We need to rename it. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what. The, I don't know I how to rename say it. We'll the beauty, figure it out. The beauty of this is that Billy will be heavily involved in this. Oh, there's no question. Awesome. Billy will be heavily. I don't know if he's. As you Billy know, should do you know be. about this? Do you are you agreeing to this, Billy? Oh, yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, he sounds really excited about it. No, Can't wait Billy. To hear it. Listen, Billy rolls with the punches, and you'll you'll learn one thing about the the landman. You you, you never see him sweat. You don't know whether he's mad, glad, sad, whatever. I know we make him laugh a lot, which is always good. But Billy is steady, Freddy. I okay. kind of like that. It's, well, we'll put it. We'll put that hard to, the to get test, a read on him. We'll put that to the test. Uh, well, you will, I'm sure. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Watch us. Love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Trish and Fourier on WEEI. So does Ime Udoka have to go back to Electric Avenue to try to find somebody to canoodle with here? Wow. Ime is out, and Joe Mazzula is permanently in. Your thoughts, 617-779-7937. Let's go to Brendan in a car on the breaking news of Joe Mazzula being named permanent head coach of the Celtics. Go ahead, Brendan. Hi there. Uh Harkening back to what you were talking about, his handling of the team, uh, just something from my own past. I was a, many, many years ago as a young hockey coach, and I had the pleasure of working a hockey school with Doug Moans and Don McKinney. And the visitor one day was Billy Ray, who at the time was the coach of the world champion Blackhawks. And this young coach in awe said, gee, I wish I knew as much about this game as you do. And he said, listen, kid, there are half the guys in that room know more about hockey than I do. But I know more about people than they do. For instance, oh my God. if this Esposito kid ever finds out that what I've convinced him that he is, which is the feed man for Hull, when he finds out what kind of a scorer he himself could be, I'm in deep trouble. Well, Brendan, I Call think... part of the week story time. I think you nailed it if from this standpoint... God. Especially in the NBA, <laughs> it's about those players because otherwise you have people shutting down on you. See, that's the dangerous part of almost naming anybody your head coach because if, God forbid, the head coach ends up uh, ticking off the star or usurping him or the star gets it in his head that the coach doesn't like him or whatever it is, 
It's almost like in the NBA, you have to tread very, very lightly because unlike hockey, like Brendan mentioned, even the Bruins last year didn't shut down on Bruce Cassidy, even though there were certain guys in that room that didn't love him. In the NBA, they go into full shutdown mode. Oh, I agree. They they it literally have like a like a like a mini tantrum, right? Without like breaking without, things. Well, without I'm gonna, sitting I'm gonna in the hold middle my of the breath. floor, right? Yeah, I'm gonna hold my breath. I do think I do think this so whatever they needed to see, they they are convinced that this that it's enough. And I would say that, yeah. Um, did Ime Udoka, I think, lay the groundwork, you know, you know, create the foundation? Yes, I will give him credit for that. Do I think he kind of went through the toughest mm-hmm. stretch, especially last year in the beginning of the year and towards the end? Yeah, I think I do. But I, I would also commend, uh, you know, Joe Mazzula for taking what he built yep. and then improving it. He's improved it so far. Well, and Brad Stevens improved the roster. So uh, the improvement has been consistent with what has happened with the roster. I do think there are times where coaches can get in the way. And at bare minimum, Missoula proved he's not going to get in the way. And I think at best, you have him talking about the locker room and being very aware of the mix in the room. I want to go back to last night with Joe Missoula. Where, again, Celtics get the win 127-109. Blake Griffin's got to play a bunch of minutes. Guys diving on the floor all over the place, right? Joe Mazzulla, after the game, talked about Blake Griffin's role, not on the floor, but off the floor. You know, I've said it a couple of times, and um, I even told Mike when Muscala, when he first got here, was like, cherish this locker room because it's one of the strongest and maybe the most special one you'll be in. And so I think Blake's a huge cornerstone of that just because of the career he's had and where he's at now and the humility he brings to just coming in every single day, whether it's playing with uh, the, the younger guys or whether it's starting for us. He, His attitude and his uh, focus on what's most important doesn't change. And so, you know, he has the utmost respect of everybody in the locker room and, you know, you know him and Al and, and, uh, and those guys are the cornerstone of that. I think if that were Udoka saying that, Foye, it might not connect as much as it does with Missoula because he's a first-year guy who is acknowledging the role of a dude who might play, what, five minutes a game in the postseason, maybe? Well, I was going to say, he yep. may not play at all. He I mean, not, when you, right. Well, what I've seen in the last, like, call it week and a half, especially when all these guys were hurt, was just, just the unbelievable amount of depth. So, so we're talking about guys that have played a lot lately, Peyton Pritchard, uh, Cornette, uh, Blake, um, who else? Um, oh, man, I can't even think about it. But the, no, but they oh, got Muscala, Pritchard, Pritchard, yeah. So those guys, think about it. What are they? Like, so if you're first off the bench is Brogdon, then it's D. White, then it's uh, Grant Williams. That's the first three off the bench. Mm-hmm. These other guys. So now you're 9, 10, 11, 12. Like, geez, like, if none of these guys are going to play again in case of emergency. Maybe it's a blowout. Those guys are going to rip their sweatsuits off, but they're not going to play in the postseason. There's not going to be any place for them. In the uh, Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash Boston WEI. Follow WEI on Twitch. B. Hankey says, Missoula has one job. Keep Tatum happy, period, end of story. I don't think it is that cut and dried, but... It ain't far off. I think when it comes down to the pecking order of the players, the number one priority would be make sure Tatum's completely happy and manage everybody else thereafter. You know the beauty of their situation right now? Everything is self-regulated. 
meaning Tatum and Brown and well, Al yeah, Horford yeah, are the guy. Yeah. Well, and Marcus. Is, well, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, you know I would I say he's, Marcus he's might the, be more important than he, the Jays he, in a way. In I would say that if, if anyone gets up on a soapbox, like it's going to be him. Right. And he will be there first. So yeah, that's the beauty of this situation. Like the and I mean the the cliche it build the culture, all that stuff is is played out sometimes, but it's a cliche because it's true. The culture that they have created is self regulated, and that is the peak of performance. Well, listen, when the coach just kind of has to pick and choose when he kind of jabs and does this and challenge them this way, or have a real man to man talk, yep. most of the time these guys are doing it on their own. They all want the same thing, and they all know what it takes. That's why a guy like Blake Griffin can come in here and not bitch. That's why Brogdon can be convinced, hey, we're going to pay you a lot of money. You can be the sixth, the first guy off the bench. And, oh, by the way, you're going to win a championship, but you're still going to be obnoxiously productive and reliable and important to this team. He like, you're been, just as important. He's been so great, Brogdon has. Yeah. Because Brogdon could have come in here – and sort of stirred it up a little bit if he wanted to. His attitude has been fantastic. And that is a part of the maintenance that happens when you're the head coach, I think. Isn't it the same? I tell you what, it's it's not a coincidence that teams that have this type of structure and faith and uh, respect, how about mm-hmm. respect, right? I'm respecting your role. You're respecting my role. I'm not going to big time you and like look down on you, okay? Because I feel like we're all in this together. Every team that wins a championship always has that DNA in them. Like yep. all of I've never seen a dysfunctional, highly dysfunctional team win a championship. You know what? It's it's funny you say that because you really have to dig deep to find the team that overcame themselves. I know that it's funny. I've done this exercise before. I know there are a couple that are out there. Of the whole, you know, it's not as much like the old baseball, 25 guys, 25 cabs. But there have definitely been some, there de- I, I got to go I, back I tell and what, look. You're, you're gonna, it's it's going to be hard. No, it because is. It, it, it's I very can even rare. Say, even like if you go, hey, the Detroit Pistons, they were just jerks. No, but they were all jerks and they all kind of, hey, listen, we're going to be jerks. We're mm-hmm. going to be bullies, right? You can go to, I mean, I'm not even going to include the Lakers in that year they won in the COVID year. But I can't think of a team in any sport where there wasn't this unified collective love and appreciation. It sounds a little weird, okay? Love. Hey, you're using the word love in sports. Yeah, yeah. You got to use love and appreciation, and it has to be um, universally agreed upon or understood. Why is Blake Griffin thriving in this opportunity? He's thriving in it. Everybody respects him. He was the first pick in the draft. He's not some chump that never achieved anything. Mm-hmm. And he is wholeheartedly committed to the to the overall process and goal that the team had already established before he got there. It's amazing. He just kind of infiltrated the unit and, like, there's nothing changed. It just got better. So I would say even when he's not playing, he's doing what most guys would probably have a hard time doing, which is cheering for the other guys. And not holding a grudge. We've got our big announcement uh, coming up in a couple of minutes, but let's get to John and Newton with Gresh and Fourier. Hello, John. Hello, John. Okay. Hello, John. Hello, okay. John is he's more worried about his comment says trading Udoka for Simmons. Yeah. No thank no, you. No, well, I'm Udoka, glad he didn't talk. Udoka look, I think they gave Ime Udoka the opportunity to try to go. And then when it sort of fell through with the Nets, that was it. That would have been the only time to trade him. And look, you're not trading a coach for a player. 
you and and for Ben Simmons, that's stupid. Sorry, John. Anything but in- that is stupid to go bring to go bring in, arguably now the worst contract in the NBA, and the worst player in the NBA. Yeah, no, so silly, so so it- silly. Uh, all right, we'll roll the dice here because right. uh, Sorja, Sorja, yeah, Sorja, we'll Sorja roll the dice. Quick. Here we go. Here's Sorja and Mansfield with Gresham Fourier. What's going on, guys? How That's we what? doing? Good man. So, just a real quick, quick side note. All I'm going to say is, is never put your Tesla in the valley mode. But here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. All right, Blake Griffin just shows you the Boston difference. This is what I'm saying. This is what I've been saying since 1997, my guy. Bro, everything good in this world has come from this city. All right? So, like, Kansas City, when Mahomes wins a Super Bowl, it's a bloop in the radar, dude. Oh, like, it doesn't matter. All it's- right, all right. We gave that Sorge is. He's been saying it since 97 that everything good from the he world has? comes from this. That's what he just said. He, from that, he you know just said this guy, 97. You know, old, you know I think Sorge he was is? born in 97. Yeah, I think he was born in like maybe 92. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but uh, I know Sorge would be over the moon. But look, if the locker room isn't right, you're not going to be able to bring in veterans like Blake Griffin and like Malcolm Brogdon and other veterans. You know, Danilo Gallinari eventually will be on this roster yeah, what do you at think some he's point. He's thinking about how how do I fit into this rotation? You know what? Maybe I don't get right. That's the big thing for him. Get right, get healthy, and get to the point to where they can at least consider you a factor. And then you got to trust the Joe Missoula. And maybe more importantly, Brad Stevens are going to have a a hand in making sure that Gallinari gets his playing time. All right, so now big announcement. Wait is over. Here we go, Christian, ladies and gentlemen. Christian Fourier has been working behind the scenes to be able to bring you. One of the best events full of honkies you're ever gonna find. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, uh, if you you know you remember, I do the 25 hour crusade for a cure, which is to help uh, you know bring awareness and and to help uh, finance a cure for type one diabetes. So um, with the inspiration of the catch off that I uh, that I won against Wiggy in November, I was inspired to kind of create a similar event, but I wanted to involve as many people as possible. Uh, I want to inv- involve like just not just Wiggy, but like, everybody from different day parts, and have them do something that was kind of mm. you know they, they think that everyone could do. You're gonna right? reunite the world. Yes. So, um, just you know what, I'll leave it up. Uh, here is the uh, the big announcement. Coming Tuesday, March 7th, live from the Auerbach Center in Brighton, the official practice facility of the Boston Celtics. It's Christian Fourier's Shots for a Cure, raising money for the American Diabetes Association. One minute on the floor for each contestant to hit as many shots as they can. Starring the host, the lead crusader. Not elite, but, you know, but good. The man already <laughs> 1-0 in wacky athletic station showdowns. Except he took a ball to the eye and everyone thought he lost. <laughs> Christian Fourier. Also starring, over 40 years old and still a proud wrestling fan. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> and yet somehow yesterday had a hairdresser appointment. Our own round mound of sound, Andy Gresh. Representing the Greg Hill Show. Do you know who I am? 
If you don't know how important he is, just ask him. I'm kind of a big deal. Mr. Marconi, the oh, 2022 Jesus. Major Market Personality <laughs> of the Year. Greg Hill. Also representing the Greg Hill Show, our own personal cheerleader. She scored at Boston College. A bunch of people with their pants off. But can she score with a basketball? Courtney Cox. Representing Jones and Mego with Arcan. She was a D1 lacrosse player. But does that really even mean anything? She can talk a good game. I don't know how else to talk about it. <laughs> but can she actually play it? Now I let you know. Megan Audelini. And finally, representing the Rich Keefe Show, Hobart's finest and probably the only athlete of any kind from that institution you've ever heard of. Yeah, they're so far up their own butts. Rich Keefe. All these fine contestants, plus a sharpshooter or two to be named later. It's Christian Fourier's Shots for a Cure. All right, that's it. So on March 7th, all those people and maybe a couple of special guests that may show up, uh, a couple of former Celtics, maybe. Uh, we will all be trying to uh, earn $25,000. So that's, that, is, that is the number. So thanks to our good friends at West Cork Irish Whiskey. They are putting up $25,000. Okay. So uh, we will be doing this right down the street at the Arbeck Center. Okay. And, and this is uh, Tuesday, March 7th. Tuesday, March 7th. So, so I'll be landing from Vegas yes, Monday night. Hungover. And then ready to fire up some threes. Yes. yes. So there's $25,000 available. But the catch is that we obviously get it. The catch is that we actually have to earn it. So every spot, there'll be a bunch of spots along the court. Each spot will have a dollar amount attached to it. You make that shot, you earn that money. There will be $1,000 prizes, a $5,000 shot, a couple of smaller ones for the guys who probably can't can't shoot too well. So that is the goal. That is the opportunity. Um, all this to raise money for the American Diabetes Association. That has been, uh, you know, uh, uh, close to my heart for the past four years since my son was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when he was a junior in high school. And look, the fight against diabetes, type 1, type 2, all of it, it's, you know, type 2 is a little more. My dad's got type 2. He's had it for yeah. 30 years or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. We've, they've been really helpful. The funny thing about this is I called up uh, Steve Pagliuca, and I told him that when I had this idea, he immediately said, let's do it, let's work it out. Went over there, got the facility, found the date. Found the time. So we're going to do this March 7th, and it's going to start at, uh, I think, 11.15. Oh, okay. So we have eight shooters. So there's the six that we just named and two special guests that were showing up, all thanks to West Cork uh, Irish Whiskey. Uh, West Cork Irish Whiskey is the most authentic craft spirit that is 100% Irish-owned, owned to produce using only local Irish grains and spring water. The distillery was founded by three childhood friends who grew up in the cultural homeland of Irish whiskey production and the men who share their passion for preserving the deep tradition of whiskey making that benefits the entire community. West Cork Irish Whiskey is the official sponsor of Shots for a Cure. Whether you're gearing up for St. Patrick's Day or simply sharing a pint and a shot with your friends, look no further than West Cork Irish Whiskey. You have a bottle. Whiskey is Everybody's good. Everybody's got a bottle. Uh, I like uh, it. Everybody's got a bottle. We're all going to get drunk. Oh, this and, is awesome. And experience. So, you, so start practicing. So do uh, Coco and Mego have to have a battle to the death like you did with Wiggy in this? Or I, I feel like, will that be okay? I feel like side bets will be part of this. I feel like uh, we will be able to promote some sort of like battle to the death. Like whoever loses between those two, because I've always wanted to get put those two guys uh, in, into some sort of competition. So, Mego, you know, D1 athlete, 
Uh, hey, you know what? So was Courtney. D1 athlete. She was a cheerleader Whoa. at a D1 school. I mean, right. she was a D1 athlete. I'm not going to say anything. What do you think? I don't want a it's Coco true. mad at me. And now Greg, on the other hand, I don't know. He's the, really sure. He's the push-up king, I mean, apparently. he can do push-ups, but can he shoot? Yeah. I know how good of a shooter I am. I'm not worried about myself. And I noticed and Rich, that, nope. and Rich, on the other hand, I'm a ner- little nervous about him as well. Nah, Rich, Rich will probably do way better than expected. And luckily for me, I got a half court basketball court, so you can so start I can. And, and, and we we had whenever we had to put in, we did mark off the official lane, mark off an official three point line as well, so I can shoot from distance. Mark. Okay, so my philosophy is going to be I'm going to shoot nothing but three pointers, which is a thousand bucks a shot. You you hit a three pointer, it's a thousand bucks. You will have the little ball rack where it have balls everywhere. Oh, balls everywhere! Balls everywhere! Shoot balls multiple everywhere. times oh, as I'm much as you want. On Twitch, oh, see, you know, I don't know why they do oh, that. I did win, today. and his glasses broke. Oh my god! Well, good on you. Yeah, I can't wait to be a part of it. March seventh will be at the Hourback Center. It also means who knows who's going to come by. They do. here's the thing: the Celtics have practice that day, and their practice starts at twelve. We will be there from from 10 till 12. You never know who's going to walk over. They may just have, listen, we may be short. Again, $25,000, one minute for each shooter. We may need some help. Maybe email will be around. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably one guy wouldn't ask for a crash. Uh, no, I would, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm with you on no, that. Mark your calendars. Shots for a cure. It is March 7th at the Hourback Center. And uh, good job by Justin and everybody getting that thrown together. You know, the pre-draft process is beginning in the NFL. What was it like for Christian Fourier? And let's find out what it was like for Gronk next. W-E-E-I, W-E-E-I, New England Sports Original. You're listening to Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. By the way, for those who are uh, asking as to whether there will be a uh, Tickets sold for uh, March 7th, Shots for a Cure, over at the uh, Hourback Center. That's why we have Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. Subscribe to WEEI on Twitch. Uh, You will be able to watch it there. I don't think we are allowed a uh, a live studio audience. (laughs) I tried, though. I'm sure you did. I tried. They shut it down. They were like, well, you know, we do have practice at 12, so... Kind of need to get everybody out of the out of the place, which is really nice, by the way. I don't know if you've ever seen, if you've ever oh, been in that place. Yeah, it's it is insane, unbelievable how nice that place is. Like state of the art, a perfect location. Like everything you want is in that place. Like no one should ever complain about being sore or not being able to have the right like you know equipment to work out. It's amazing what they have in there. Got it. So and they we can... will be doing our show live from there. We'll oh, of start course. at ten a.m. Yeah, we have a nice little studio. Great little uh, vantage point of, uh, of of the basket, and we can laugh at everybody. We'll be able to oversee everything. Yeah, and a special guest announcer, too. Well, you mean like a, like a PA person? Uh, play-by-play. Oh, really? Play-by-play. Oh, yep. sweet Jesus. Yep. I can only imagine <laughs> what that is going to Maybe uh, it is uh, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, uh, the pre-draft process for a lot of, what, 20 to 23-year-olds, Foyer, mm-hmm. is about to begin in the NFL. And I do want to ask you about uh, the pre-draft process, but um, Rob Gronkowski recently talked about, well, 
prepping for his visits whenever uh, he was going through the process. So I'm going on this tour. I'm falling. I'm no sleep. I'm hungover already. I'm, I'm visiting all these teams. And then I got to New England, and I'm cashed. Like, I'm like, I don't even care anymore. I was like, whatever team takes me, whatever round I go in, whippy do. Like, I'm over <laughs> this situation. I'm over this process. It's like, it's it exhausting. was an exhausting process. Yeah. And also, I'm, I was put myself to exhaustion before I even went on the process. Sure. So it was double exhaustion. <laughs> double so I show up and I'm like, I don't give a flying <laughs> no more. Yeah. I go, I'm just going to just let it be. I'm going to let it fly here. And it was the time, it was the era where so many NFL players were getting in trouble and they just kept getting opportunities. Another team would sign them Good and idea. it didn't matter. They would get a big contract sale. So then my theory was like, you know, just let it fly. All these, all these guys getting in trouble. I'll they're signing big deals. I'm going to do it too. <laughs> well, I, I, I understand. It's amazing for him to say. So that, the by other the way. thing that he's also leaving out is so. Well, there's more. Okay, if if you're hurt, so he was flying around. So if you're hurt, well, he didn't play his senior year. He no, because he hurt his back, which is like the worst injury to have going into the combine because nobody knows what's wrong with it. It's always a massive liability. So you go to the combine, they give you a million X-rays. And he probably didn't work out. Well, I'm not even sure. I can't remember if he worked out at the combine or not. And then when you um, when you go take these visits, they do a whole another examination of you. So you go through the combine. They bring you back to the combine when everybody else is done. So you get two examinations. And then when you fly to take the to meet these teams, their team doctor examines you. Mm-hmm. So at that point in time, not only are you trying to like be all happy and show a good attitude and be engaged with the, your potential like. You know, uh, coach, you're Hello. you're being poked and prodded, and, and and just you do get sick of it. So he's like, you know, I don't really care, whatever, because most of these guys are not really who they are when they they're on their best behavior. You meet their you meet the facsimile of themselves. Yeah, they're trying they're saying all the right things. They're huh. trying to give you everything they want. So I think that probably helped them. That Gronk at this point in time when he comes to New England, he's like, you know, whatever, man. I'm like, I'm big, I'm strong. Uh, chicks dig me. And I, I'm really good. Well, you know what? I think that's what Gronk kind of landed on because when he talks about his mindset going into the interview with New England, it makes you wonder what they really saw in the guy. So I had the most craziest visit, man. My comments I was saying to their questions, I just let it fly. <laughs> and then they went to the playbook. They drew up some play. It was Billy O'Brien. He came back, and I I didn't know one single thing. <laughs> I, my mind was shut off. And I was just like, I basically said something like, it doesn't matter. Just throw me to football. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Just like that. And they're just mind blown. They're like, this guy is out of hand. <laughs> then I go upstairs, pass right out, right on the floor. I'm so tired, pass right out on the floor while waiting for the next coach to talk to. Pass right out. So my visit was maybe the worst visit of all time. And I walked away from the New England Patriots. I mean, there's a lot more detail, like how sure. outrageous it was. Sure. But that, we just need the glimpse of it. Yeah. And I walked out. And I said to myself, that team is either going to draft me or that team is either crossing me off the list instantly. right now. Instantly. Wow. I said, it's either or. And then look what happened. <laughs> That's fabulous. This is amazing. Gronk didn't play in college, really. Like, he doesn't have any real true stats to brag about. It was like 15 games or something, yeah, wasn't and it? Yeah, but he was still like an, a preseason All-American. Everybody knew about Gronk, the player, but he was always hurt. He's always had like a back injury. Mm-hmm. So you never really got to really see him. You saw him play, 
But it was like, all right, when's he going to like, all right, let's win the Mackey Award. No, it didn't matter. You have a stats out in front of you right now? 12 games as a freshman, 10 games as a sophomore. His total was 75 catches for uh, just under 1,200 yards and 16 Okay, touchdowns. but his third year, the year that uh, would be his, I guess, his junior year. or Yeah, it would be it his was junior 07, year. It was 07-08. Nothing and he didn't play. And yeah. yeah. So he went into his junior year as a preseason All-American, mm-hmm. but he didn't play. So it didn't even matter. It's they amazing. just said everything that you did as a freshman, as an 18, 19-year-old, is good enough for us. We can't stop you. The entire Pac-10, Pac-12 at that, uh, you know, they, they know no one can stop you. So he still went as high as he did. Think about it. He just did it. I think that is amazing. Because it's everybody, every recruit is so uptight. It's not exactly the uh, best way to go into a job interview, which is what that really is. We'll continue to unpack more a little bit later on because we're going to talk some hockey with our buddy Andrew Raycroft next. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.